Hello, and welcome back to uh, episode two of the Sisters Podcast. This is episode two, season two of the Sisters Podcast, which has recently been resurrected after a little hiatus that we took during during the pandemic. Um, I'm Lee Laird, and I'm with my sister, Margie Schaefer, and today is Monday, December 20th. It is five days until Christmas. Are you ready for Christmas? Yeah, five days until Christmas, and... Um... It just really struck me today. I posted something on our Ministry Flourish uh, page, Facebook page, that um, no matter how busy we are this week, these next five days, to take the time every day to focus on King Jesus. Mm -hmm. So uh, I wanted us to share, to start out by just sharing. It's going to sound kind of sad at the beginning, but it's going (laughs) to build and end triumphantly. But... um, in the last three months, we have both lost our dogs. Yes. Who were 12 our... years old. They were each 12 years mm-hmm. old, a little over 12 years old. They were our family pets. And for each of us, they represented our kids' childhood. Childhood, yeah. yeah. So tell about your situation very briefly. So our dog, Crosby, he was an Australian shepherd. We got him as a puppy in June of 2009. He was the best dog both my husband and I grew up with dogs, and we both have always agreed that he was the best dog that either of us have ever had. And, you know, that's saying a lot because we had good dogs growing up. You and mm-hmm. I grew up with dogs all the time. Mm-hmm. So um, so sadly, my son Michael was taking him for a walk in the early evening of September 15th, and he was about two minutes from our house, and he just collapsed. So Michael came running back and said, Mom, Crosby fell down. And I ran out there, and he was laying flat out mm-hmm. on the ground. And mm-hmm. there happened to be two people mm-hmm. passing by whom we don't know um, that live in the neighborhood. And the lady um, is a guy and a gal, and they're friends. And the lady was just um, kneeling down with her hands on Crosby. Mm-hmm. And um, I got there, and I said, is he breathing? And mm-hmm. she said, no, mm-hmm. he's not. I'm so sorry. I think he passed. Another lady who happened to be walking by with her two dogs, as I was running out there, she said it looked like he had a seizure. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was being treated for a heart murmur because he was 12 years old. He's a little over 12 years old, about 12 and a half. And so we'd been treating him for a heart murmur for the last year or so. And we think that that's probably what happened, that his heart just gave out and he just basically had a heart attack. We had zero warning because the whole day he'd been fine. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, he just he was older, so he was a little moving a little slower, you know, but he just seemed fine. He was himself all day long. So so that was a huge shock to us. We had just taken our youngest off to college. And, mm-hmm. you know, Michael's our only son, our only child who's at home right now with us. And so that was kind of a hard thing for Michael, mm-hmm. saying goodbye to his younger brother as we sent him off to college. And then, you know, just 10 days later, having to say goodbye to his dog so suddenly yeah. and unexpectedly. But um, the the blessing in that was, as we've looked back on that, is that we were spared the agonizing decision of having to put him down. And the two mm-hmm. people who happened to be walking by, in fact, Rick and I were talking about this the other night. He goes, it's almost like they were two angels. angels. Because I've never, <laughs> I've only seen the lady one time since. I've wow. never seen the man since. Um, yeah. So, so, but they mm. truly were, you know, put there at that specific time because they said, you know, we've both been through this with our dogs. Mm-hmm. And they were able to point us in the direction of a specialty vet clinic 
that um, handles, you know, they do, they obviously they, they do a lot of things for dogs who are seriously ill or have been injured or something, but they handle cremation services for mm-hmm. your pet. And they were the kindest, most compassionate group of people in that situation. It was mm-hmm. such a blessing. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and they really blessed you guys in, yeah. the, in this past week as you guys had to walk this similar road. Well, we did have the agonizing decision <laughs> that you were spared. Mm-hmm. Um, and our dog, Spike, again, a great dog, the sweetest dog in the world, and um, really adored by all the kids in our family, mm-hmm. especially the twins. And um, he had a tumor, which we believe was cancerous, and the last 12 hours of his life is when he suffered. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't suffer a long time. And it got so bad that we were faced with that decision. And, um, you know, walking through this is not easy. It is truly a grief mm-hmm. because those precious animals become a part of your family. Um, but this is not to discount others who are truly suffering at this season. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I yeah. have a friend who suddenly lost her dad yesterday and... I know of another friend I've been praying for a long time, for several months. She lost her brother. So um, not to discount at all what people are dealing with, grappling with human loss, um, but we are experiencing loss, too, of a different Mm -hmm. kind. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it just leads you to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want to talk about today. And um, when we met a couple of weeks ago, I had hoped we could do more, but with the surprise loss of the dog, um, you know, it kind of delayed our um, it kind of delayed our podcast. Yeah. But um, but anyway, this has led me to a different kind of podcast, and I'm going to read again from Susie Larson, her Christmas devotional, "Prepare Him Room," and I just loved what she said here. Jesus had an active prayer life. Imagine what it was like for the disciples to watch Jesus slip away to get alone with the Father. They no doubt also witnessed moments of impromptu prayer. When Jesus got quiet, looked up, and whispered a prayer for guidance, they walked with him day in and day out and saw firsthand what an intimate, thriving walk with Almighty God looks like. Imagine Jesus in a secluded place, on his knees, hands open, eyes upward. Picture his countenance as a father imparts wisdom, direction, and affection. The corners of Jesus' lips turn upward as he returns the praise back to his Abba. Just then, he hears sandals shuffling in the dirt and finds one of his disciples approaching him slowly, watching him intently. And the disciple steps closer and says, Lord, teach me. Teach us how to pray as you pray. And together, they walk back toward the others, and Jesus unveils the Lord's Prayer. And he says, Our Father, holy, holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Jesus taught them how to give God all the honor and glory he deserves, how to stay present in the moment with their ever-present Father and trust Him for all they would ever need, how to forgive as they'd been forgiven. 
And then Jesus took the lesson of prayer to uncharted territory for the disciples. And it goes on. I'm going to skip that part, but end with this. Phillips Brooks, the great 19th century preacher, said, Prayer is not conquering God's reluctance, but taking hold of God's willingness. Jesus had an active prayer life. He wants us to have an active prayer life. Scripture tells us time and time again, don't hold back, pray, don't worry about anything, pray about everything, tell God what you need, and don't forget to thank him for what he's done. If you do this, you will experience a peace that will flood your soul and guard your heart and mind as you trust in him. So go ahead, ask for provision, seek his wisdom, knock on the doors of heaven. They are bursting with divine supply. God wants you to want his influence. Mm, that's good. Isn't that such a yeah, good word? And yeah. especially as we continue to just process our own grief. Mm -hmm. So I want to just end today by reading the Lord's Prayer and challenge everyone who's listening to this. As soon as it comes out, we're hoping it comes yeah. out Christmas week, but um, as soon as it comes out, to every day pray this, pray this prayer from now till the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And it may become such a habit, maybe many of you are already doing that, but it may become such a habit that you um, want to do this every day. I was reminded of when I would drive all four of my kids to school, and it was a short drive, maybe 10 minutes, and this is what we would pray every day. Hmm. And uh, why don't you go ahead and okay. read the Lord's Prayer, and I'll end with just some concluding thoughts. Okay. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So good. And you can find it in Matthew 6, 9-13, through 13, or Luke 2, uh, Luke 11, excuse me, two through four. And uh, just a couple of thoughts, six steps of prayer taught in the Lord's Prayer. Number one, address God's rightful place as the Father. Number two, worship and praise God for who he is and all that he has done. Number three, acknowledge that it is God's will and plans are in control and not our own. Number four, ask God for things that we need. Number five, confess our sins and repent. And number six, request protection and help in overcoming sin and Satan's attacks on us. And this just really blessed me today as mm -hmm. I continue to deal with my own grief, you know, worship and praise God for who he is. Mm -hmm. I know we are both grateful for the 12 plus years right, yeah. we had <laughs> with our good dogs yeah, yeah, and acknowledge that it's God's will and plans that are in control and mm -hmm. not our own. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned in your story that it appears God um, provided angels yeah. to minister to you and Michael, especially 
you know, uh, we titled this, I think, Resurrection, did we title yeah. this? <laughs> and so we thought, well, what's, what's Resurrection? Maybe you're listening. Um, the morning that my dog, Spike, was so ill and we knew that was the day. Mm-hmm. He went outside mm-hmm. and um, he, he was basically an inside dog, but he went outside. He got into the farthest corner of the backyard and laid perfectly still for over two hours to the point that I thought he was already gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you were coming over mm-hmm. uh, just um, if you have listened to us before. We are sisters. We live right next door to each other. <laughs> our kids grew up together. There's a hole in our gate. And our dogs grew up together. Yeah, and the two dogs grew up together. And yeah. so you um, you were out there with me. We both thought he had already gone. And um, sure enough, the next thing we know, he's lifting his head. <laughs> he's walking up the stairs one last time. And my husband really believes that the Lord <laughs> breathed life into him again. For a final time, so that the kids could see him alive and say goodbye say to goodbye him. Say goodbye to him, yeah. And um, you know what? We just believe the best about God. <laughs> <laughs> and we know that God even cares about our oh, animals. absolutely, yeah. And yeah. Um, so, again, our little podcast today started out sad. But at the end of the day, it is always about Jesus, everything we're dealing with. And so I challenge all of us to every day for the rest of 2021, pray the Lord's Prayer and watch and see what he will do. Well, thank you for joining us for this, uh, probably this last podcast of 2021. So we will see you guys again in uh, early 2022. Have a joyous holiday season with your family and loved ones. See you next time and thanks for joining us. Bye-bye.